This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Alma Pollard, she's the executive director of The Green Time. She's an eco consultant and coach. She's the frog lady, and we just like her because she's Alma Pollard. Hello, Alma. Hi, good morning. So lovely to speak to you. Yes, always nice. And on a month where we get to celebrate what the ladies are up to, or focus more and celebrate on what the ladies are up to, you've got uh, an article here on the Green Times called Celebrating Girls in Conservation. When we see the word girls as opposed to women, it helps me to think they're up and coming young ladies that are being mentored somewhere by someone. They've got an excitement to be involved. I'm sure there's an incentive there somewhere to be involved, even if this comes from deep down inside their hearts. Things are happening. Uh, the future is uh, being prepared now already by getting these ladies ready for what it is that they're doing. It makes me excited to know it's in good hands for the future. Absolutely. Training our future leaders. So tell us a little bit more about what the story is about. Yeah, so I thought this was just such a beautiful, hopeful story. Um, this is or this is a project that was organized by the Cape Leopard Trust Education. Um, it's one of their projects called Girls in Conservation. So I don't know if you know the Leopard Trust, but, um, mm. you know, they've been fighting these really inhumane uh, gin traps that are often used by uh, for illegal hunting where mm. the leopards are trapped in very cruel, cruel way and die very slowly and eat off their paws and all sorts of awful things. Yikes. So they've just been doing such great work for a long time and they've created this program whereby they take, um, they took 16 girls from local schools in the Western Cape in the Leopard area. So this was, um, this year it was from schools in Gabo and Feliersdorp. Mm-hmm. So within our area where of course there are um, farmers and gin traps are sometimes used. So they have uh, selected them very carefully and they've put them through a program mm-hmm. that consisted of three phases. And the, the intention of this is to teach them the values of reverence and respect for nature, mm-hmm. to connect them with nature. And they started off with an, an orientation where they went for five days on a camp outside Franschuk. Wow. And then... <laughs> And in this camp, they learned um, about all the different fields in the green economy, um, career opportunities that they could take um, in the in you know in the conservation and green economy world. They learned about monitoring of wildlife, husbandry and rehabilitation, entomology, taxonomy, marine biology, and sustainable food production. These are pretty big so deal. They, these are big deal things. I mean, these aren't just little low-level conversations around plant a tree and recycle. I mean, this is really the deep stuff. Absolutely. So it's really a green, hands-on program that helps people. That gives them orientation also about the green skills sector hmm. and and future opportunities that they could take, but also um, to do with looking after wildlife and, and um, biodiversity, etc. And then in their second phase, they, they had a, it was a take-back-to-their-community take phase where mm. they have service assignments to go back and to teach their communities about that which they've learned. So they share knowledge and presentation also about these career opportunities with workshops um, and pamphlets, 
this is back in the schools, about which subjects are important to take for green careers, study fields, opportunities, um, volunteer um, opportunity programs, internships that are available, you know, things that, that people don't just just know. It's always, for me, so wonderful when there's more of a focus on career guidance because most of us, when we left school, we had no idea who we are and what we want to do. So here, opening doors to becoming green workers in the field. They also, the second phase was I took uh, book readings, yeah. animated book readings to ECD centers, so the little ones, where they, where they read and enacted this book called um, footprints in the Fainbos. <laughs> yes. Also, of course, was a conservation message. Uh, the book they they handed out two hundred books that were translated in Afrikaans, English, and Isikosa. So they also covering the little ones. And then the th- third part was that they they taught snare awareness. These are workshops at the schools with with an officer from from the Leopard Trust. Um, also present, where they teach about these illegal hunting methods, why they are bad, what are the consequences. They gave us pamphlets and information sheets. And all in all, for the protection of biodiversity, they they developed some wonderful eco-ambassadors. What I love about this story, Elma, is these aren't these are, are really this is this is gonna require effort, this is gonna require a lot of collaboration, this is digging deep, this isn't surface level stuff as I mentioned earlier. So these are a collection of young people who are really serious about this because this is digging deep and expecting a lot. This is hard work, this is this is difficult stuff. So this is really people that are, are, are they've got their hearts set on this as a potential career and on making a difference. So Again, back to the comment in the beginning, these are people who take this seriously and these are good leaders and good hands for the future to be in. And then taking it back to the community is yes. so awesome that they spread it forward, they pay it forward, they educate and, and, and create awareness further to all the others who didn't manage to get in. And of course, I'm hoping that you know there's some links in the story, those who might be interested in joining um, in following years um, or also just, just finding out more about the Leopard Trust. But also, I want to say thanks to the sponsors, and they are also listed there. Obviously, all of this costs money, and mm. I just think it's great that everyone plays a role in trying to spread the awareness and, and, and change the world, really. And now we don't just need one school or one area looking for young people who are focused in this. Now we need this to multiply across the metropole and your side of the world, our side of the world here, as well as what we're seeing coming out of the Boerland so that we can see more and more young people raised up like this. So this needs to catch fire. <laughs> Absolutely. A beautiful program. And I've also offered to to add some some sections on waste management and Beautiful. science because I think this can be built up into including all sorts of other things, water, etc. Yeah, what a great story. It's called Girls in... Uh, let me just scroll up. I just lost it there for a moment. Celebrating Girls, Girls in, in Conservation. Yes, conservation. this Women's yes. Month. It's one of the headline stories. Alma, I just want to grab another minute together if it's okay with you. I'm seeing uh, here where we live, I, I can't say it's the same for other areas in the city of Cape Town, but um, there's some... Um, some uh, overlapping when it comes to services um, of and collection of um, recycling. It's not happening. So I just want to encourage people, if the, there's no one coming to collect your recycling, you know, we've become maybe a bit spoiled. Someone's coming to your front door to collect or your driveway or wherever to front of your complex to collect your uh, recycling. Just because no one's going to be collecting it for the month of August, please do something constructive with it. 
Absolutely. And I would definitely, if you don't know where, but there are places to deliver it and you know, in your local area, I might not be up to date on all of that, but you would certainly be able to contact your local counsellor and ask him or her, where can you take your recycling? Because there will be a place for that. Yeah, and keep your eye on what we did, Alma. We kept an eye just on some local Facebook groups and up popped a, uh, a, a small company who said, okay, we'd like to add that for the month of August as a service offering, although their business is transporting other things. You know, add us for mm. a small fee, we'll come around to your house and collect it and make use of the, the transport we already have for our business. So entrepreneurs jumping in here and also helping out. So find out about those. If you're not able or you're not sure where or how, but you wanted to support another small business, do that, but we just can't be saying, oh, no one's coming. I'm just going to stick it in a black bag and put it in the regular trash. No, we can't be going backwards now. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there you've heard it. We can't go backwards. It's the voice of Alma Pollard. She's the executive director of the Green Times, eco-consultant and coach. Alma, thank you for the hard work you do, and thank you for sharing the good news. Have an awesome green day. Bless you. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.